from San Diego, California. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we are talking about being actively engaged in your marriage, not just falling back on the numbers as a sign that your marriage is healthy. So many people do this. And as we start today, I want to start with this quote from President Abraham Lincoln. He said, in the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. And really, you're taking that a step further. It doesn't matter how long you've been together. It's the quality of that time. Right. And so what we're really going to talk about today is how we look at those years. And we'll go, oh, I've been married five years. I've been married 10, 15, 30 years, 40 years. And we can look in awe. You know, somebody who's just married and sees you've been married five years, they can look in awe and go, wow, you've been married five years. Or somebody like us who, you know, we're going to be pushing 18 years can look at somebody and go, wow, they've been married 40 years. But really, is it quality time for 40 years? Or are they just been dealing with each other? for 40 years. That's what we're going to get into. And we start every show with a hug. And this actually came from one of my coaching clients. She said, I realize now as we go through this process with you, just how stuck in some really bad negative habits I have allowed myself to stay in. But I refuse to do that anymore. I deserve better. My husband and my kids deserve better. For the first time in as long as I can remember, maybe ever, I know that I deserve better than what I have given myself. I cannot thank you enough for the work that you have done with me. I feel like I am becoming a new me, one that I am proud of. I was really, really broken. And though I have a long way to go, I have come a long way. And you know, this is just one coaching client. And yet it, it echoes the sentiment that we hear from so many of you that have gotten plugged into one extraordinary marriage. Those of you that have picked up, he zigs, she zags, getting your communication on the same path and have made that decision that you're going to work on your communication. Those of you that have picked up, stripped down 13 keys to unlocking intimacy in your marriage and taken those principles and put them together in your marriage. You know, we bring together all of these tools and resources so that just like this coaching client says, you know what, I've got a long way to go. But this client can look back and say, you know what? I've come a long way. It's the reason we put all this content together for you. Yeah. And another great program we have coming up is our Bring Back the Spark, Five Ways to Rekindle Your Sexual Intimacy. And this is one of those areas where no matter if you've been married three months or 40 years, you can bring back the spark in your sexual intimacy. We have a live online workshop Thursday, May 29th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Here's the thing, folks. I know it's a couple days away. You may be going, I can't make that time. That's okay. You register. You sign up for the live online workshop. You're going to get the full audio, the PDF slides, and the video of 
the workshop sent to you when we're done. So pick it up because after the workshop, the price will be going up. And during the workshop, here's what you're going to learn. You're going to learn how to enjoy the wow in your marriage for a deeper sexual connection. You're going to learn how to set aside time to talk about your sexual desires, how to put guardrails around your marriage, and much more. All you got to do is go to www.oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash spark, register today, and you're going to be set and ready to go on an amazing workshop that's going to be 90 minutes, slated for 90 minutes. Last one we did was almost two hours. I would expect this one to be just around that time as well. And you know, some of the comments that we got from the last uh, workshop when we did the communication one was, you know, when we were hearing from people right in the workshop as they were typing their comments saying, this is fabulous. This is stuff that we can use right away tonight after we get off the workshop. And that's the type of content and that's the type of information that we're going to be bringing to you in Bring Back the Spark. It's the same type of practical, real life, do it right now information and content that you've come to expect from the two of us. Yep. So it's not about the number. And, you know, this episode came about because so many people hear us talk about the intimacy lifestyle. They're like, oh, well, you guys have sex you know, twice a week, every week, in and out. And you guys have married for 18 years and, or almost 18 years. And, you know, there are all these numbers that get bantered about. And it's something that we do to quantify so many of our relationships. I mean, for those of you that have children, think about it. When your kids are just born, you know, people are like, oh, how old's your baby? And, and you get this big smile on your face. And you're like two weeks old. And then it's, you know, seven months. And then it's, 14 months and you know you do this month thing all the way up to somewhere around two or three and then they actually get to jump to years. Um, but then, you know, for the kids, it's every half year that matters, right? Like you ask a kid how old they are and literally the minute after their birthday, they're, you know, like five and a half. They may have just turned five, but they're already five and a half counting down to that next birthday. And we do the same thing with our jobs, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you get a new job and you're kind of in that probationary period. So, you know, how long have you been at your company? A couple of weeks. I'm still in my 90 days and, and this type of thing. And then the next thing you know, it's years are going by right? You know, the, the five-year employee gets recognized. The 10-year employee gets recognized. You see it when you go into retail stores and, and their employees are wearing badges, you know, um, Costco serving you, or I think it says something like serving you since whatever year the employee Mm -hmm. started. And so you can tell at a glance, like how long has this person been a part of this organization? Same thing happens in our marriages, right? You know, newlyweds, how long have you been married? And they get that dreamy look on their face. And they're like, two months, you know, and, and you get this big smile. And, and then, you know, you see people that have been married a little bit longer. And how long have you been married? Oh, we've been married. Wow. Like going on 20 years, you know, and there's this like exhaustion that comes with that statement for a lot of people. You know, the two months you're all glowy and, ah, oh, life is good. And, and I can't wait for the next, you know, 2,500 months. And then you get to 20 years and you're like, wow, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. It is a long time. And those numbers, they mean something. But it's really talking about today, it's talking about what's behind those numbers. I mean, when I tell people that Tony and I have been married for 17 years and we've been doing the intimacy lifestyle for five years and you know all these different things, people are like, wow. And, and the reality is, is that the wow came in the fact that we survived the first 11 years and did not end up as a statistic. Mm-hmm. That, that's really our wow. Anything over after 11, that's like 
you know, it's like a brand new marriage at that point in time. Cause that's when we really got serious and changed up the dynamic of our relationship. And, and I want, as we dig into this today's show, we really want to talk about what's the quality of that time of that time. You know, president Lincoln didn't say it's the number of years in your life. He said, it's the quality of the life in your years. I, mean, I don't care if I live to be 100 if my quality of life is good. If my quality of life is going to be horrible, I, you know, I may not want to live to be 100. I, I don't want to be married to Tony for 60 years if they're going to be junky years. I had that. That was my first 11. That was our first 11. It was not good. And, and we were staring down, you know, another 40 going, Wow. That's going to stink. That's where we were. Yeah. That's where we were. And we had to make a decision that it wasn't going to be the quantity for us. We weren't just going to grit our teeth and endure and just be like, wow. Okay, another year. Another 52 weeks of marriage. Another 365 days that we were able to stay in this thing together. Right. Hello, Eeyore. No. No, you too. You too have the ability to make it be about the life in your years instead of the years in your life. You do, but you can't be focused on that number. You can't be focused on just holding on to, okay, we're going to get through another anniversary. We're, we're going to just, we're going to make it to that halfway point. We're going to make it to vacation. We're going to make it to, we're going to make it to the kids graduating from high school. Like if we can get there, we're good. If you're not worried about what's happening today in your marriage, if you're not actively involved in today, I will tell you what's going to happen when your baby goes to high school. I sat at a girl's night. I was invited to be a speaker at a girls' night a few weeks ago, and there were a couple moms there who had kids kind of, you know, either approaching high school or in high school, and they're having candid conversations about what's it going to look like in my house with my husband when the youngest goes off to college. And I will tell you, it's a very real concern for a lot of couples out there. Because they've just been focused on the number of years they've been together and not the quality in those years. So let's dig into how you can change your focus. Let's bring your focus back to the quality in your marriage, the quality in your sex life. I mean, yes, Tony and I talk about quantity. We do because here's, here's part of the thing with sex. Um, the more sex you have, the better the quality becomes because you're actively working and engaging Mm-hmm. one another being present being present learning what works learning what doesn't work you know if you are only having sex here okay here's a number i'm going to throw out you know the the journal of sexual medicine i use this uh these figures when i present in front of a live audience the journal of sexual medicine in 2010 we're talking to people about the frequency of sex right and so in the 40 to 49 year old category Nine, I believe it was 9% of men and 8% of women said that they had not had sex in the year prior. That's a number that I think you should all be concerned about. 
people not having sex in the year. These are married people, folks. This is not, you know, single. These are married people in this study who said they did not have sex in the year prior. And then that's age group of 40 to 49s. And I'm coming up on my 40th birthday. So that was the number that I looked at because I'm like, okay, that's where my life is going. And, uh, you know, so it's one of those things where that's a number that you don't want playing out in your marriage. Right. Right. You don't want to be on that side of the numbers. You want to have the quality in all facets of your relationship, not just the number of years that you've been married, not just the amount of time. the amount of days or weeks that you have sex every year, not just, you know, in the number of dollars that you have in your bank account. If there's not quality across your relationship, then that quantity is practically meaningless. There's no badge of honor in just gritting your teeth and making it through something. Right. I mean, Gosh, I just, when I think of this, it's it's interesting because even as Elisa and I were going through those tough earlier years, you know, it was with a badge of honor that we would still sit there oh, with yeah. a smile on our face and go, oh, we've, we've gone 10 years. You know, we hit the 10-year mark. And oh, how wonderful that is. Look at us. But deeply and truly inside, we were a mess. We were a complete mess. And so the number, as nice as it is, really doesn't tell the whole story. And it may be a story you're telling yourself right now that that number is all that you're latching on to. And that's cool. I, I get that. And yet it's time to move past just that number and into much more, into a marriage into a life where you can get up in the morning and go, this is good. This is good. Like we are having lots of good times in our marriage. And now is it always going to be that way? No. Some shows back we talked about, it's not all good. It's not all bad. It, It isn't. But the majority of the time you can look at yourself and your marriage and go, there's a lot of quality stuff here. This is what's going to last us for many years to come. And so when somebody asks, and Elisa and I now, when we say how long we've been married here on the show, or when we tell somebody how long we've been married, it's with true joy that we say that number because of all the effort that we've put in, all the time that we put forth, so that way we are connecting on a in a place in our marriage that we can say is quality. Is it always? No. This past weekend, we, you know, we had blow-ups with the kids again and and us too. You know, but that 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 is just part of living together in a house with kids, with things going on. But overall, moving forward. So how are you going to do that? The first thing that we've had to do and that you're going to need to do is you're going to take a long, hard look at yourself and the level of quality that you're bringing to your marriage, because it's human nature to look at what your spouse needs to do. All of the things that they need to fix. And quite honestly, a lot of times our spouses are behaving in such a way because they're reacting to what we're putting out there. Mm -hmm. 
You know, if I come to Tony and I'm all agitated and irritated and all of these kinds of things and I, you know, dump on him and then the kids say something, chances are he's going to react to the kids very differently than if I had come up to Tim and had given him a great big hug and a kiss and, you know, welcome home and then the kids interrupt. He's going to handle those two situations very differently. The kids still interrupted, but it was me bringing, you know, the tenor, the, te- the tone to the marriage that afternoon. And it was interesting because I had a conversation with a wife last week and you know, we were talking about what she wants to work on in her marriage. And one of the things that she shared with me is that she wants to be 100% into, our, into her marriage and not the 50% or so that she's been doing. She recognizes that she has not been given her husband a hundred percent. And in doing so is taking responsibility for the current dynamic that they have. She acknowledges that he's got some responsibility too, but she was first or she was quick to look at herself first and say, what is it about my behavior that needs to change? Some of you know that you're spending too many hours at the office. I've had, I've had coaching clients tell me that they use the office or work as an outlet. When things aren't going well at home, they tend to spend more hours. You know who you are. You know right now if I'm talking to you and you're using work as an escape and you're bringing the quality to your work that you should be bringing to your marriage. Some of you are spending more time with your friends than you are with your spouse. And I'll tell you that if you're doing any of these behaviors, if you're giving other people, other activities, the energy that should be going back into your marriage, you're not putting quality into your years. You're not doing it. You're giving it to somebody else. Or something else. Or something else. Mm -hmm. For me, it was something else. Right. Back, gosh, now we're going to go back like seven, eight years. It, It was into my cycling. You know, you want to talk about giving, giving that time to something else. At the time, I was really into ultra endurance events. So these were 200 mile long uh, or more uh, events that would be completed in a day. And the event would take anywhere from 12 to 18 hours. And all the training that led up to it. I mean, I would be gone Saturdays, three, four hours. Sunday, I would be gone maybe another six hours. During the week, I'd get up early in the morning. Most mornings, I'd get up early either to do some sort of cardio work or lifting work, or I'd get on my bike or my trainer. These were all hours that I was putting into something else because I was avoiding. I was avoiding that time to look at Elisa. I was avoiding having to talk to her. I was, I was avoiding the, the conversations that we really needed to have. And for some of you, it might be social media. You might be the spouse that curls up on the couch at night with your laptop or your iPad and Facebook or Pinterest, or you're the spouse that, you know, veges out in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just because Mm -hmm. the two of you are sitting in front of the TV together does not mean that you are spending quality time together. When you are both on your electronic devices and you text back and forth or you instant message or direct message, depending on whatever platform you're on, that doesn't take the place of actual conversation. What's the level of quality that you're bringing 
into your marriage. Mm -hmm. The second thing that the two of you need to do is you need to have a state of our marriage conversation. Right. This is, this is vital. It's, it's setting aside that time to really talk about what's going on. Because if you're just gritting your teeth and looking at those years stretching on ahead of you, or knowing that you committed to the intimacy lifestyle. And so you're just going through the motions because you committed to this, but you're not really present. It's time to own up to your actions. And most likely your spouse senses it. Your spouse already knows it. They're just not bringing it up, especially if it's the intimacy lifestyle. And, and if he or she is the high desire spouse, they don't want to bring it up because they're looking at it going, man, if I bring this up, it's all going to end. And I'm enjoying this intimate time with my spouse. Even if it's not the greatest, it's better than nothing. Right. So for you, you need to be the one to, to bring it up, to have that state of our marriage conversation to go, I'm having difficulties here. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's address this. Let's, let's re let's, let's re shape this. See, the thing is, and Tony just hit the, just mentioned this too, whether or not your spouse brings up the specific issue, when things are not going well between the two of you, you can sense it. They can sense it. You know, I, I, I often receive emails or respond to emails where people are, you know, well, I'm not sure if my spouse knows that something's going on. Oh, we see those often. We see those often. The fact of the matter is they may not be able to tell you exactly what you're doing or how you're not being engaged with them, but they know. They know. There are no secrets, guys. They know. So you need to have the state of the marriage conversation to bring the two of you together to talk about what you're doing. Is it all about quantity? Are you trying to up your quality? How do you do that? And if it's your spouse, Like if you've really looked at yourself and, you know, it's your spouse that's kind of dropping the ball, then you need to lovingly bring them to the game, you know, and and be able to talk to them. And some of you are sitting there going, great, Elisa, that's a conversation that's going to fall flat on its face. Like, I don't even know. Like every time we get into a conversation, it's an argument or they shut down. Remember, Elisa's the one who shuts down in conversations. I totally get that. If that's where you're at, then you need to pick up. The he zigs, she zags, get your communication on the same path. This is a program that Tony and I did a month or so ago now, mm-hmm. about a month or so ago now, two hours of content. We spent 75 minutes going over all of this communication, like how to have our state of our marriage conversation, how to get your body language where it needs to be, how to speak to your spouse, all of the tools that we typically aren't given just growing up in society. We put them in this workshop and then we spent another 45 minutes answering questions that came from folks just like you. And so if this is something that you're looking at right now, as I say this, and you're like, we need communication help. You need to go to one extraordinary slash he zigs, she zags and pick this up. You guys need it. If communication is your issue, you need to work on that. Don't wait. And coming out of that, once you've had that conversation, you have to put it into action. Okay. I, I, I talk to so many people that want to see change in their marriages. Tony and I do, you know, we're out about people find out what we do. Oh, I want to change my marriage. I want my marriage to be better. And so we'll, we'll throw out a suggestion. 
you know, I, I was having lunch with a girlfriend last week and I said, oh, you should, um, you know, I mentioned Strip Down mm-hmm. and the fact that in Strip Down, we talk about the top 10 list. Right. Because she was struggling for date night ideas. I said, pick up Strip Down, do the top 10 list for you and your husband. And let's see if that kind of works through what you got going on. She actually did. <laughs> so there's somebody taking action. But we hear from so many that we'll pick up some of our materials. We'll, you know, they'll pick up Strip Down. They'll pick up um, Seven Days of Sex Challenge. They'll pick up He Zigs, She Zags, and then it sits. It just sits. I will tell you that none of the material that we have will work unless you actively engage with it. You can't put He Zigs, She Zags on your computer and expect it to change your communication. It won't. You have to actually open up the program, do the exercises. You have to be actively engaged in your marriage for the quality to go up. Anybody can sit like a bump on a log and have quantity. Right. And here's the thing. If your spouse isn't engaging, you can still be learning. You can still be moving forward. You can still learn techniques on how to have effective communication. You know, there's, there is so much you can learn and be able to implement, even if your spouse doesn't want to right now, because we totally get that too. We've been there. Hey, one of us is totally engaged in doing something. The other one isn't. And that can be frustrating for you. Mm -hmm. And yet you can still be able to move forward. You can start learning how you can react, how you can bring up the conversation, how you can use your body language to convey your thoughts and your emotions. See, you don't need to go back to the way you've always done it and have no success. Learn something new and begin to have success and see how that impacts your spouse. So always think about that. I know in a marriage, we we sometimes go, well, geez, my spouse doesn't want to do that. You know what? If a... For all the years that I've been into fitness and health, if I, if I sat around waited for Elisa to want to do it, I wouldn't have done it because she didn't see the value in it as I have all these years. Now she's coming on board. I mean, we're talking 10 years. I mean, 10 years and now she's coming on board. She's coming up to her 40th birthday and she's like, I got to get fit. And now she's like getting up in the morning and doing it. I've been doing it for 10 years Think about that, folks. And there are times that I'd be like, hey, babe, come on, let's go do some stuff. Hey, she never stuck with it. Now she's sticking with it. She sees the value in it. But I modeled that to her for 10 years. And and real quick as an aside, here's what he didn't do. He didn't nag me. He didn't tell me I had to do this. He just set the example. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's what this mind shift is about. It's about setting the example that you're going to bring quality to the relationship, that you're not going to just settle for quantity because quantity that's settling. That's just, that's just running the endurance race and going, as long as I cross the finish line, it's all good. But what I know about those people that choose to listen to the one extraordinary marriage show is that you're not listening to the show because you want to settle in your marriage. You don't want to be average. You don't want to be 
like everybody else. If you're spending a half an hour with us once a week, some of you come and find us and you listen to us. I mean, you go all the way back to episode one and you just play catch up, listen to us eight hours a day. You're investing some serious time because for you, for you, the quality matters. It's not about the number. It's about the life in those years. It's about having that extraordinary marriage that you desire and you're putting the energy into it. So don't give up. It's a long race. And there are days when, when it seems like you're running uphill at like a 26 degree angle and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to make this. And there are days when you're screaming downhill and the you know, wind is flying through your hair and you're just like, this is the best roller coaster ever. You're going to have both days. Your marriage is going to have detours. It's going to have hiccups. It's going to have valleys. And when you bring the best of yourself to your marriage, when you focus on bringing the best quality that you can to your relationship, when you focus on what you can do, that's when you see your relationship change. Yeah. Wow. And we want to help you to bring quality to your sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so this Thursday, May 29th, we want you to join us for Bring Back the Spark, Five Ways to Rekindle Your Sexual Intimacy. We're going to start at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And again, if you can't make it, still register because you're going to get access to the entire workshop afterwards. Here's the thing, though. If you register now, you get to ask any question before we even go. And for those of you who do join us live, you can ask your questions during the workshop. What you're going to learn is you're going to learn how to set aside time to talk about your sexual desires. You're going to enjoy the wow in your marriage for that deeper sexual connection so you can have that quality that you desire. We're also going to share how to put guardrails around your marriage and a lot more. There's going to be a ton here so that you can have the quality sexual intimacy that you desire. Here's the thing. You need to register today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash spark. You'll get all the information there. Get you, You'll get an email telling you how to ask questions. So we are excited for this because these are long. These are full of information that you can put in, that you can put and use in your marriage starting today. You can take that action, which we know you guys are. So see us one extraordinary marriage.com slash spark for bring back the spark. And with that guys, there's a lot about a number, but instead of always looking at that number, let's look at the quality that goes behind that number. And with that, we can go forth and go, Hey, we have had an amazing marriage for 40 years, 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, five years, five months. You can tell anybody, and it's not because of that number. It's because of what's behind that number, the quality behind it. So go forth, have an awesome, awesome week. We love you guys.